Let's Be Legendary podcast is a member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts ranging from true crime to nerd culture and convention news, please visit nerdandtie.com. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include Mature Themes The world is a weird and wild place, but even now, there are men who seek to tame it by any means necessary. Hatred is spreading throughout the land, covering it with fear and blood. Masquerading as propaganda for safety, darkness is spreading, consuming those who do not fit with the natural order. Infecting the streets with political grandstanding, they have set their sights on the highest office. Bounty hunters with badges try and keep the promises of a dead man, but the weight of death clings to their steps. Their rage is palpable, and revenge is consuming. Two decades have passed since the gateway between this world and a world of unbridled madness was opened. The door stands open still, and the wilds are slowly seeping in. Searching out the ones that freed them from their cage. This is the Feywild West. We are the nightmares they want you to fear. We are the dead man's promise. Let's be legendary. next day comes and the lawyer returns uh, she comes back with information that she got from Ernest about what he's learned about the Venasi also comes back with a bit of interesting news about the prosecuting attorney oh do tell his name is Silas Turn he's a weasel of course they would hire a weasel he also happens to have been Jim Walker's personal attorney. Are they allowed to do that with the city? There are technically no rules against it, but normally this case would be handled by the city's attorney. I can only assume a lot of gold changed hands. Of course it did. He may be a weasel, but how good is he? He was able to keep the 42nd military troop out of a number of lawsuit cases. Great. As far as criminal trial, he has some experience as a defense. So far as I can tell, he has never been on a prosecuting side, but he is fairly learned. So how did that hurt our chances? I think it actually helped. Detail. He's released opening statement. Hmm. Which means he, their case is already set and prepared. Which this early is, I think, several levels of foolishness. Isn't it a bit presumptuous? Indeed. So what's their, what's their case? What are they going with? They are proceeding with the fact that you two are not human. I look at Talia like, wait, 
they're going with that that's the angle they're going with we are not humans that is why we are guilty they are going to try and make you out to be monsters that do not deserve to be a part of society and this latest murder is simply the capstone reason why you should be put down. So how are they going to factor in all the people we've saved this year? Just, 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 just this month. year. Just yeah, this just, month. Just this month. Not even people. Towns. I can think of four. How many towns are in this district? A lot. One, two, three, four. Well, we saved four of them. I believe... They are going to attempt to prove that you had your own motives and that the saving of these towns was more of a byproduct of your own selfish gains. Five cities. Five. Selfish gains. And the selfish gain for Dustin was what? To get close to Walker? She pulls out a file and sits it on the table. Your motive for going to Dusk Down was solely to kill Jim Walker. <laughs> right. For revenge for killing your family. Back that up. I know that's what I told you, but the only people that actually know that are people who are familiar with the Venasi. She nods towards the file. I found this waiting for me at my office after I agree to take on your case. Which is? Their case. She... We just stare at it. it. She huffs and flips it open. It is a full detailing of the Venasi and their movements over the last half century. Are you kidding me? That's the angle they're going with. I'm, in, I'm in, not in touch. Sorry, I'm so flabbergasted that I got out of voice. I got out of voice for a second. That's what they're going with. They're revealing themselves. It appears so. As I said, this level of arrogance is. They are murderers. They have murdered people. Not just my pack. Countless others, and I'm not just talking about lackins. My. Where's Jareth? Uh, he's currently upstairs. My, my son's parents were murdered by them. They have murdered innocent people, and that's what they're using as a defense? They are planning to use this as a platform to reveal themselves as protectors of the district. Celine bursts out laughing. gonna work she shrugs I cannot imagine okay then I don't know whether to laugh cry or in your opinion what does this mean for the case in my opinion this means we've won 
you are putting a lot of faith in the general populace. Depends on how much they want to make us out to be actual monsters. Perhaps. And you are correct. It will not do to be overconfident or else we shall risk repeating their mistakes. However, I see this as almost nothing but good for us. Almost. We still need to defend ourselves. It's not going to be a slam dunk. It's not going to be, oh, look, they're idiots. Let us go. We have to actually prove that we didn't do what they said. Precisely. In either case, I have spoken with Ernest, and he has given me all the details he has found on the Venasi. And from what he has found, this report that I was handed seems to be completely accurate as to Venasi movements and more besides that Ernest had not discovered. Is he okay? He seemed amicable when I left him. I also sent out word to the sheriff in Hanville and sent out word to a contact I have in the crossroads to see if they could find any families that were coming down from Dusktown that happened to cross you on the road. But that's still... That will mean nothing if they know what we can do. Hopefully they don't know that. It has not been brought up. And from what you have told me, I cannot think of any reason that they should know. Well, it's going to come out that we were in Blackwater. Eventually, yes. But as for the purposes of this trial, Blackwater does not have telegraph yet. And as of right now, I am considering that a blessing. Yes, but one week from now? It is possible that word will reach of what happened in Blackwater. Well, if the press would uh, oh, be... No, no, well, if you think about it, the press never names names. They just said DMP members. Oh, that's not what I was thinking of, Talia. What were you thinking? I remember we spent the night in Crankshaft. We have a lot of people that like us in Crankshaft, though. Yes, but I pissed off a lot of people that night. What do you mean? Um... So... I might have paid um, the madam of a... Oh, no. I beat a bunch of people at poker. Very badly. Juliana would vouch for you. Juliana likes us. Well, yes, but... But a character witness will not negate the fact that you were witnessed in Crankshaft not two days after leaving Duskdown. We might have to deal with that. Although, it's a gamble. Ernest. What about him? I had talked with him for some time. He told me about his relationship with you, and he mentioned something he had sold you recently. Is this stones? Silly town stones? Yes. Yeah. Jeff should still have one. Hang on a second. Hey, kid. Yeah? Come here for a minute. Still got that stone on you? Yeah. He comes down and he's pulling it out of his bag. I'd like to meet our lawyer, Felicia Firehawk. Our son, Jareth. Hi. Hello. Let me have that stone, kid. He hands it over. So who do we give this to, Raven? We don't need to give it to anybody. We just say we have it. 
had it. Ah. Ernest can testify that he sold such an item to you, and we shall make it very clear as to what that item can do. We shall avoid all questions of whether or not you actually used it. But that presents a problem if they ask me directly. If they ask you directly whether or not you have used it. Well, let's use it. That is actually not a bad idea. So then you can ask them truthfully. But if they ask, did you use this return stone to get from Anvil to Crankshaft? I suppose I would just have to be smart about it. I mean, we can use the stone, go upstairs. Uh, Jareth will have one and we'll teleport to him. We used it. I, I think if we were to do anything, that would be the most prudent. If they ask you if you traveled to Hanville to Crankshaft using that stone, just say, yes, I used it. You're confirming that you used it, but you didn't actually say it out loud. Is that something you can do? Uh, ask me again. Did you use this stone to travel from Hanville to Crankshaft? I have not used it yet. So perhaps I should use it and then find out. Okay. So how does this work? Kid, take that upstairs. Okay. And uh, move things out of the way. <laughs> Try just taking your room then? That's bigger. Yeah, I'll get, take it in my room. Okay. All right, how did he say how to work this? Just think about it. Oh, no, we're supposed to activate it, right? You're supposed to, well, first be touching each other and then, yeah, just mm -hmm. think on it. All right. And I look at her. Give us one second. And I mm -hmm. I hold her and then we think about it. Yep. And as soon as you think about it, the stone cracks, turns to dust. The dust drops to the ground and swirls in a circle by your feet. And suddenly the ground underneath you turns into a sheet of blue light and you fall and land <laughs> up in your bedroom having only fall, fallen like six inches. <laughs> and Jareth is just standing there, like right next to you, just kind of in shock. Wait, how long does it take to take my wings back out? Like. Okay, yes, before we hit the ground, I pop my wings and just float. And I like, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I float like up a little bit, so you have to look up at me. Did you? use the stone to travel from Hanville to Crankshaft. Yes, I have used the stone. And I have thumbs up. Seems to worked. Excellent. Okay. So we can still win this. And hopefully they are dumb as bricks. Given the angle that they are taking, they are certainly overconfident. You don't by any chance know what Leroy Brown is doing, do you? Funny you should mention him. Oh. She pulls out a list from the folder. They provided their list of witnesses. And most of them are character witnesses as to the character of the deceased Jim Walker. Why does they need character witnesses? They plan to set him up as a hero. <laughs> And that in killing him, you have made the world that much less safe. We have ruined the natural order. I sure hope so. Brother. And he's a character witness, I'm guessing. 
nods. Don't shoot him in court. Yes, please do not shoot a candidate for Lord Mayor. In open court now. <laughs> I've got better control over myself than, than that. No, he said that's not. Hush. <laughs> God, you are bored. I am so bored, Talia. I have read the same seven books over and over. Oh, we got another week, so deal. <sighs> anyway, um, is there anything else that she needs to tell us, or was that kind of the brunt of it? That was kind of the brunt of it. I have made Cortez into like 17 different animals. The sea turtle was interesting. Oh, yes, when we put him in the well? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I personally like the octopus. Yeah, that was. That was weird. No, actually, I think my favorite was the pangolin. That was cute. I think <laughs> he's much happy being a crow, though. I think so. Well, I shall take my leave. I must see to the other witnesses, see if we can get them in in the time allotted. <sighs> well, thanks. Appreciate it. She nods and leaves. Bye, Felicia! You did that to yourself. I did. I did. I did. I did. I can't believe I did that, but I did. I think that's on my list of memes, too. I'm going to take it off now. Okay. <laughs> what time of day did she do that? Is it like towards night or what? It was early evening. Okay. Jealous, have you learned that company and language spell yet? It's one that I'm studying. Ugh. You should learn it quickly. Or learn to speak Sylvan. Then I could at least read to all of you. Your life is so hard. It is. Just so hard. I got something I want to show you, actually. Oh, what? I almost forgot about it, but... Go back to studying, Jealous. No, okay. Work on that spell. Well, I, actually, I was I was working on teaching Adrian some more. Oh, that works too. You bossy. You know what? Do whatever you fucking want. I don't care. <laughs> Let's go to the front area. Okay. So, uh, the night that Walker attacked me. Yes. I was. Ugh, fuck, it got me good. There was. I, st I even stopped and listened and smelled and I didn't pick him up at all. But he was waiting for you. It was an ambush. Yeah, well. <sighs> anyway, I was trying something. And uh, I didn't get a chance to actually show you. But before I do, and I take out uh, my silver dagger, which I forgot to give James. <laughs> Oops. But uh, I hand it to, to Celine. Keep that on you. Why? Just in case. Oh, please. If I, why? I'm not, I'm not going to stab you. You don't have to stab me. Just cut me. Why? Why would I want to cut you? Because I managed to do something, but it takes a certain degree of rage to accomplish it. And I've been... I've basically been raised on how to deal with my shift. But since my shift has been, lack of a better word, shifting, 
when I did this, I immediately got into a battle. I don't know how I'm going to react. I am 90, 85% sure I consider you mine, so that won't be a problem. Also, whatever you are going to show me, which I am starting to understand, I have other ways of stopping you. Such as? Let's find out, I suppose. I suppose. I just... I'm pretty sure I won't do anything to you. I just... No, I'll take your, your silver dagger anyway. Thanks. Alright. This might take a second. It took me like a minute or two to get it, but... Okay. So I'll, I want to try and repeat the same thing I did. Okay. Which was... And now I'm, I'm annoyed about everything else. So it's easier. So now I'm not only thinking about Walker, but this whole trial. And... How dare they and what they did to my son. So I am getting myself into a good fucking rage. Mm -hmm. And while you're doing this, I'm like, Charlie, are you all right? I remove my boots and I remove my armor. And I think that's it. Okay. Actually, no, I remove my shirt too, just in case. The binding on my chest is a little flexible. Mm -hmm. It's more flexible, but just in case. I don't want to rip my shirt. All right. But yeah, I remove the things that would constrict. Right. And then once I think I got a really... Like, I can feel it just wanting to do it. I shift. So, you shift. And again, with all of the rage that you have, that you built up, it goes further than it normally does. Mm -hmm. It's the same with the extension of your claws and fingers, your feet lengthening out, your face slightly changing shape. You also gain a bit more muscle mass and height. When it stops, how do I feel? There's kind of a moment of continued rage because you're trapped. Mm -hmm. You're stuck. But after a moment, it passes as you realize you're trapped, but this is your den. Right. This is your place. Everything here is yours. And it sort of just evens out. You have kind of a slightly harder time putting together like logical trains of thought, though. Okay. Tell you? I'm reaching my hand out. She's yours. Is this more, do I feel the need to get on all fours or am I still upright? It's actually slightly more comfortable walking on all fours. Oh, okay. So I get all fours and move over to you. You are magnificent. I put my hand on your head and stroke your, your, your hair. I roll into it. I don't have to, don't think I have to stab you. Can you, can you understand me? Takes me a second, but mm -hmm. I nod. You can't speak. I attempt to, and it comes out as like growling noises. Okay, so I'm going to assume, uh, yeah, we are going to pause it. yes. How does it, how do you, how long does it last? I suppose you cannot answer me. I just kind of don't do like a full body shake. Like, mm. you don't know. 
Does it does it feel does it feel good? Does it hurt? Doesn't hurt. Does it feel right? Slow nod. Just petting your head. I don't have a tail though, right? No. Damn! My butt wiggles. Actually, yeah, I'm looking. I look. Oh, you don't have a tail. We'll work on that. <laughs> Alright. I don't think I wait to see how long it lasts. Mm-hmm. As soon as this conversation ends, I pretty much shift back. Okay. Goodness. <sighs> Do you remember? Yeah. I remember. It's different. It's... It's not the same as I'm used to. It's hard to describe. It's... It's like the wolf that's already inside me takes over, if that makes any sort of a sense. Actually, it does. But it's still me. It's just slower in thought. It's more senses. It's slower to come to cohesive thought, I suppose. But it's it's still me. Just more wolf. More wolf. Amazing. Glad I didn't scare you. I'm glad you didn't have to use that. <laughs> I wouldn't have used it. Well, what do you have used? What if I attacked you? Bane, old person, calm emotions. Command. Command? Mm-hmm. To do what? Anything I want you to do. <laughs> oh shit, where are the kids? Because they were supposed to be upstairs. At that thought, uh-huh. you hear the front door like click. <sighs> Both of you. Both of you, I say in Sylvan. Uh, night speak. The door like slowly creaks open, just. And it's just Adrian. Oh. Just you? She nods. Did I tell you what I am? Uh, I had spoken with her about it. Oh. She wasn't. She did not really understand what a lichen was, I don't think. Right? Was that what it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sweetheart, I didn't mean to scare She just kind of looks at the door, just not scared. Okay. I know I look scary, but I I would never hurt you, alright? She nods. I'm just a dog. (laughs) You know, a dumber cat. She goes, she's like, she quickly turns and goes back inside and you hear her going upstairs. Mm -hmm. Then coming back downstairs and she brings over a, a, a stuffed dog. <laughs> Forgot to pick this up. Yep, that's me. Just bigger. You should ask her if she doesn't does any tricks. Narrow my eyes at you. I do not perform tricks. Unless they're trick shots. I take out a bone. Uh, I, t- I take out one of my rib bones from my bag. Go fetch! 
Celine, that is rude. I just first of all, that's just that is beyond a stereotype, and I do not appreciate it. Now, as I'm saying this, I'm also going to pick it up. <laughs> yeah, just because it was thrown on my floor, and I don't yeah. like that. And I come and bring it back to her. It's like if you could, if you could please refrain from maybe using that bit of a stereotype. Here's your thing back. I don't really. I throw it again. Celine, I just brought that to you. Can you not? And I go back over and I pick it up. <laughs> Can you please stop throwing things on the floor? And I take it. And throw it again. Are you serious? Why are you throwing things on the floor? I go and pick it up again. <laughs> And I come back over. Okay, and I No! It. No, you can't have it back. I grab it. No! Get away from it! No, I'll, I'll play keep away. No, keep away from it. <laughs> you don't my, get it back. I pop my wings back out and I. <laughs> <laughs> no! No! Yeah, okay, so I get to one hold of it. No, give it back. Drop it, drop it. And I'm like waving, I'm like wiggling my hands, so. Yeah. No! And no. I finally rent it out of your grip. And I hold it above my head. And I wave it. They watch your face. They watch the bone. What are you doing? I just saw it. I'm not picking it up. Great, Adrian. She's just smiling, as <laughs> holding both the stuffed cat and the stuffed dog like <laughs> close. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go make food. Just annoyed. <laughs> All right. So, barring anything else, I don't <laughs> think we anything <laughs> happens, right? We'll skip forward a couple days. Okay. Did I get my books? Yes. Okay. James eventually shows up with the two books you had requested. As the date of the trial comes closer, Felicia comes in telling you that she's gotten word back from a couple in the crossroads that had seen you on the trail from dusk down to Harnville. Mm-hmm. She has Juliana coming up from Crankshaft, as well as Sheriff Grimm and Mayor Wendellwood. All coming up from Crankshaft. Also, she says she has two people coming in who had been at Yaldin uh-huh. when stuff was going down there. Right. And also Ernest as a witness. Okay. They are bringing in several members of the 42nd. Of course. I got dollars to donuts, says one of them's the one that I shot his kneecap off a couple of years ago. That would be fun. Probably. Well, it's okay. If he comes to the, if he comes to the trial, he won't have a leg to stand on. Ha! <laughs> Leroy Brown. Gross. Several expert witnesses, in quotations. I'm sure they are experts in taking bribes. What kind of experts? They claim to be experts in the unnatural. Oh, those sorts of experts. They also have the witness that claims to have seen you. Oh, I can't wait to see who that is. Maybe it's somebody that didn't have a kid. Or didn't like them very much. Yeah, do we know who that is? Was it somebody that Uh, we interacted with? No. Oh, okay. Name of Darendel Yerbin. We have their witness list and their mode of attack. I have presented them with my list of witnesses and evidence that I am going to be presenting. Is there anything else that you wish to enter into evidence? Not that I can think of at the moment. Very well. Well, with that, I shall take my leave. Farewell, Felicia. You say some variation of that every time I stop by. Well, it's very rude to not 
to not see your guest out? I suppose. As you are seeing her out, the door opens again, and in comes James with an older woman. Oh, uh, Celine, Talia, Miss Firehawk. Uh, may we head back inside? This individual here has uh, some new information that I think is pertinent to your case. Do we know her? You don't recognize her. Like, visually. Apparently I don't smell her either. It would have been an investigation. Investigation? Yeah, so it would have been the first roll. Yeah, but I used a luck point. Oh, okay, fine. So, suck on that. Uh, I used perception to smell. Okay. Is it investigation? Uh-huh. Uh, 18. Okay. It's a disguise. A magical disguise. Hmm. All right. Uh, the kids downstairs or they upstairs? Hey, They're upstairs. Uh, to the old woman, I say, hey, Zia. Let's take this inside. No, we go inside. Uh, I check to make sure the kids are upstairs. Yep, they are. All right. James shuts the door inside the house. All right. Should be safe. And Boy, you look like shit. The old lady makes a motion up towards her head as if to take off a hat and pulls away a cap of disguise and Delilah oh. is standing in front of you. <laughs> Gives a whole new meaning to will you be younger in the morning, eh? Celine. Talia. I'm glad you're all right. You could be better. Well, it is what it is, I suppose. From what uh, old Jamesy here has told me. Jamesy. You two have a fairly solid case, but I thought this would be as good a time as any to come in with this. And she holds from behind her a case. It is about, when it's laying flat, it's about eight inches tall, two feet wide, two feet deep. She opens it up. There are stacks and stacks of files. Can you just give me a summary, or do I have to read all of it? It might take me a while. Summary? Leroy Brown's going to jail for a long, 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 long time. Excellent. So you were able to get proof. She pulls out one of the files and opens it up and spreads out the contents. Signed notifications of orders from Vanasi leadership member Leroy Brown bribing legal officials to overlook certain quality requirements on various goods for Leroy Brown goods. Holy shit. Pulls out another one. An order from Vanasi leader Leroy Brown commanding the execution of Victoria Gresham before she could be tried. How good that one did him. Yeah, really. But she continues pulling out file after file after file. I get out the, the endless bucket of popcorn. Delilah, I asked you to find something. I didn't mean to find everything. <laughs> she shrugs. Well, I found everything. Where is she? Like, where, where uh, is she standing? Like, Next to the coffee table, taking every all the stuff out and just like spreading out all these documents. Um, I hug her. <laughs> she immediately like tenses up and just like 
nope, nope, <laughs> no. <laughs> and like tries to push you off. Good luck with it. I'm like just bear hugging her and just saying, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Get, shoves you off. I do back off. It's like, sorry, sorry. Just. You're welcome. You owe me money. I do. How much? Considering the amount I got, I'm going to say six. Done. Done. Hang on, let me get it. <laughs> it's in my pockets. Oh, did I say hello to Zachariah? And I point to the skull on the, on, on the mental. She looks. Wait, what? Yeah, we say hello to Zachariah. On the mental. What? She's sentimental. I grin. She, she looks kind of unsure how to feel about it for a second, mm -hmm. but she eventually smiles. Hello, Zachariah. <laughs> he doesn't say much these days. That was a switch up from a month ago. Comment seems to pass her by. Anyway. Um, hand over. She takes all of it. Well, now that our arrangement is complete, it's been lovely working with you. For just a split second, Zachariah's eyes stop glowing. She kind of pauses and blinks. Something wrong? Uh, no. You're not saying no. things, are you? <clears throat> well. It would be strange if you started seeing ghosts. I nudge her with my elbow. I nudge you back with my elbow. This has been fun. But, you know, putting my life in danger for large amounts of gold. Isn't that what you're good at? Yeah. Yeah, see? That's what we do, too, actually, when you think about it. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. She nods. I'm a criminal. That man is an asshole. Put him away, please. You got it. Won't you be out of a job then? Oh, uh, there's always crime to be done. Oh, okay. We'll do our very best. She puts back on the cap and instantly turns back into a, a little old lady. Thanks. She smiles. James. Delilah, Tally, Celine, hope this helps. Thanks, James. They leave, and as soon as the door closes behind them, Felicia is like diving <laughs> mountain of <laughs> stuff. So, do you have to tell them you have that? Legally, I have to enter new evidence for it to be presentable in the trial. So, the minute they see all this. I don't know. Does they care? They think they're we are saving the world or whatever bullshit they She smiles. I have an idea. Alright. We trust you. Good. I'm going to take this and she starts packing it all back up. As I will need to present this evidence. Yes, I think this will work. And shoves it all in and... Well, uh, goodbye again. Yeah. Au revoir, Felicia. So I think for the rest of the duration, we just spent time with the kids. Okay. And just try and... Teach Adrian Common. Teach Adrian yeah. Common, get to know her a little bit, let 
Jared get to know a little bit. Just spend some time with the kids. Yeah. Because we actually haven't gotten a chance to do that for a while. No, that's true. So I think we're just trying to take advantage of it and be trying to ignore the fact that we're fucking trapped in here. How have my dreams been? Actually, your dreams have been mostly fine. Oh, good. So over the course of the week, you know, spending time with the kids, mm-hmm. Adrian actually is a very fast learner and learns a significant amount of common. It's it's still like kind of still fairly broken common and she also just seems to be very quiet and reserved in general mm. so even though she for the for the most part now she will speak common to you it's still mostly just like three to four words maximum at a time Jeff mm-hmm. getting any any homework done not uh, Sylvan is. Oh yes, because we were helping. I thought we'd help him with Sylvan too. He's having a bit of a harder time with Sylvan. It's a hard one. Yeah, <laughs> it's not common, and it's not really. Yeah, unless and, you're unless you're alone in Elvish. Yeah, and, that's as close as. And also, knowing how to speak a language doesn't necessarily know you know how to teach it. So yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets a couple of things down and he is also a pretty quick learner but given the complexity of, of I feel like that would probably it's... be a bit more um have a bit more luck teaching since uh, oh I yeah i mean things. just b- between us yeah you know just trying again we're just trying to spend time no yeah absolutely all right so you're spending some time with jareth and adrian yes are you making dinner i think so what yeah. are you making ask jareth and adrian what do you two want for dinner jareth starts to say something like, I don't care, and Adrian immediately shouts pancakes. There you go. Pancakes! <laughs> pancakes it is. I say in common to Adrian, how are your lessons going? She shrugs. <laughs> well, that's good. I say again, in common. Yeah. That is very good. Do you understand? She nods. She's switched from carrying Cortez around to that stuffed cat. Jareth has had Whitney out as a cat mm-hmm. for the oh, last Co- couple days. Cortez has been all sorts of animals while we've been here. Yeah. <laughs> He's been just all sorts of shit. <laughs> He's pro- he was probably a bunny for a while. Adrian would have really liked the bunny. The bunny is yeah. like, a, like a fluffy one, like mm. a big, big floppy-eared bunny. Mm. Oh, cute. Yeah. I bet he just love that. Yeah. I think he likes the attention. Yes, mm. I think so. Let's see, I made him into, I made him into a sea turtle. I made him into an octopus. What yeah, octopus was interesting. What does this things have I made him into? Oh, a pangolin. Also interesting. I think you made him into a badger for like a good hot minute. Mm-hmm. But, but before was... Whitney started getting a little flustered with him. Mm-hmm. Um, a Shiba Inu. A French bulldog. <laughs> a red panda. Uh, a sloth. What are the animals <laughs> is the internet like? <laughs> Snakes. A snake. Snake. Snake for a minute. <laughs> an otter. An otter. Oh, what are those things? The whoopers. Oh, uh, uh, axolotls. Axolotls or something. Like oh that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't do that. Axolotls. Again. Yeah, no. don't don't do that again to him. That was awkward. <laughs> that was. I didn't know what to do with that. Um. <laughs> the fox scared Adrian. Oh. The the noise that he made. Elimer. Uh. She seemed to really like the cat though. She did. So. Is he back to a crow? He is a crow, yeah. Alright. The entire week she just spent changing Damn. him into different animals. Yes, well, we were all bored out of our minds. Yeah, that's true. Cortez really didn't like being an octopus. 
I don't blame him. That was weird. <laughs> Considering I had no idea what that was. <laughs> and uh, she did that while I wasn't in the room. And then I come in and there's a blob. No, no, you came in and we are looking in the well. Yeah, and I was just like, what is that? And it's fucking some weird creature. I almost shot him. I just summoned him again. That Don't make me shoot you for familiar. Well, I would rather you not, but... Well, then don't tell me what it is! <laughs> that was weird. I'm not not a fan. Not not a fan. I'm with Cortez on this. Yeah. <sighs> Worried about the horses. They're fine. I They're know. probably very happy. They've probably forgotten all about us. Like, who was those bitches? <laughs> oh, don't cry. We will see them soon. Yeah, I know. And once we are um, done with all this, I don't think it's really fair to, for you, Adrian, to be in the house all by yourself all day. Would you like a pet? I say this in, in night speak. I translate. Like my own? Yes. Jared's got two. Might as well get you one. She nods. Would she you like a cat or a ferret or a bunny? Or a rabbit? Cat. Cat? She think... says that in common. Oh, cat. I repeat in common. I think we can find a... I'm sure we can find a cat somewhere in this, this enormous city. Oh, yeah. I mean, someone's always selling bond kittens. I would assume. Yeah, I think you should definitely have somebody here with you. Anyway, pancakes. Nice serve pancakes to everybody. <laughs> Give Adrian her butter and uh, Jared the syrup. And you the hot sauce. Takes the hot sauce. Why am you giving me hot sauce with pancakes? Because you're weird. Get me some butter, please. Adrian's got the butter. Oh. Well, I will wait patiently for Adrian to be done with it. She's done with it, hmm. and there's like a good third of it missing. <laughs> I look right at her and I pause the other two, I dump the other two sounds on mine. And Jareth and I are just like, you know, looking at these two weirdos actually using, you know, we're actually using syrup like, you know, normal people. Heathens. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you think it's going to go? Well, uh, a lawyer says we've got a good shot, and uh, what they're accusing us of, we did not do, so we've got the truth on our side. But, well, you know how people can be with people that are different, so who knows? Our attorney is very good, and she is confident. And James trusts her, and I trust James, so we're just going to go from there. This he looks... He, he looks... He's kind of stopped eating his pancakes and just kind of staring down at them. It's on your mind, kiddo. What happens if you don't come back? We will come back. As your way. We will come back. We are not going to leave you. We're not going to leave you. You are Adrian. And if the worst does happen, and they lie, and they get away with it, we're going to make sure that you don't go back to the cathedral, alright? You're not an orphan. You have a family. And we have friends. Alright? 
He swallows, but nods. And try not to, but try not to think about that. We're pretty confident we're going to get out of this. It, it's scary, but we didn't do what they said we did. So we have truth on our side. And sometimes you got to put your faith in that. All right? He nods. Okay. Do not be afraid. Okay. See, as we finish eating dinner, mm-hmm. I'm going to read um, the Song of Seven Styles. You want to do it in uh, Nightspeak, and I'll just translate for Jared. Adrian shakes her head. All right. Okay. Just in common, then. I say in Nightspeak. If, of course, if there is anything that um, you do not understand, feel free to ask one of us. She nods. Does anyone want hot chocolate? Jareth is excited, but Adrian. Adrian is very much like... How about warm milk? She kind of nods a bit at to warm milk, but... Alright. I'm going to introduce her when this is all over to bitter chocolate. She mm, might like, yes, d- she like that. So I sit down and start reading The Song of Seven Stars. This was a book I liked very much myself when I was a child. It was my, uh, it was my favorite. And so I read about the ragtag team of five. Uh, we have a, a plumber, a princess, a marshmallow, a possessed doll, and a dragon who saves the world from the weapon maker who is trying to stop any wishes from being granted. Alright. This is a children's book, right? Yes, of course. Uh, well, it sounds like a children's book. It is a very sophisticated plot. If you say so. I promise you will like it. Your favorite character would be the Blue Star Guardian. Which one's that? The Possessed Doll. Possessed Doll, alright. Okay, sure. A possessed doll, a marshmallow, a dragon, and a plumber. And a princess. And a princess. All right. All right. Go for it. All right. So I read those. I start reading it. And I actually finish it because it's not a terribly long book. No, it's not. It's, it takes several hours, but... Uh, yeah. Does it, is Adrian able to follow along? Yeah, she seems to be, yeah. And so I get to the end of... The, finally, I get to the end of the book. They've defeated the weapon maker. And now that the uh, Road of Styles can be repaired. The Blue Star Guardian has to go home. Talia, are you crying? Nope. Nope. He just didn't need to go. Just, you know, he could have stayed. I have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Runs away. (laughs) (laughs) And the book ends with a parade. For a good chunk of the book, Adrian had been like following along, wrapped, kind of excited. Actually, when the Blue Star Guardian went home, uh-huh. she was actually had a look of just absolute, almost joy on her face. Then you mentioned the parade, and all just goes away into just sitting there and being a little put out. Don't like, like parades? Why end with a parade? Parades are dumb. What makes you say that parades are dumb? The spider head parades. Oh, I see. 
Well, this is a better parade. She. <laughs> Does it have pictures? Yes. So it shows the picture, pictures of the parade. See, these are all the characters that we have just read about? She almost doesn't look, but then you coax her into looking and she looks at over the pictures. Oh. I'm guessing that's not like anything the spider did. She shakes her head. There's no spiders. No. And no people. She searches for a word, but shakes her head and in Sylvan says, bodies. There's no bodies. What do you mean bodies? Continuing in Sylvan. He would have, he called them banners, but they were bodies on sticks. Oh, sweetheart, that's not what a parade is. A parade is a celebration in honor of something. For them, in this story, it was celebrating that they got their homes back and they're happy about it. And so they saved their world. They saved their world. What that spider did, that wasn't a parade. That was whore. She mm. nuts. Blue Star Guardian got to go home. Yes, he did. <laughs> is that your favorite character? She nods. He is my favorite character, too. By you, Jared. I like the marshmallow. <laughs> I did, too. Ah, oh, yes, the Cloud Prince. I sort of liked him the best, too. He was a magic user. <laughs> he nods. I like that he got to go home, too. That his family found him. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, it's getting late, kids. They both groaned. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm a terrible parent. But it is... Boiling midnight. Yeah. But we do have a court date tomorrow, which we at least need to look pretty for, if anything. Well... Done. <laughs> so, up to bed. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I could carry you, Jareth. No. Are you sure? No, no. Has your face seen the, the underside of stairs before? <laughs> <laughs> no. I get up to, like, try and get him. Uh, yeah, he gets up and dashes up the stairs. And I chase him, like, halfway to the yeah. stairs. <laughs> like, ah, it's too fast for me. You're getting old. I am getting old. All right, little one, you next. She gets up and goes upstairs. <laughs> but she turns around, like, as she gets to the edge of the stairs and stands there for a second, just kind of looking down. Then looks up, and this is the first time that she has willingly made eye contact with, like direct eye contact with either of you. She looks up and meets both of your eyes for a second and says in common, come home. And then she rushes upstairs. Um, after I hear both of their doors close, I walk outside. I follow you. What's on your mind? 
to think we're going to win. Like, actually have a chance at it. I don't know. I wish I could save Kaos. Felicia certainly seems confident. I don't know if I trust Felicia. I trust James, and James trusts her. So, ergo, I will put my trust in her, but... I'm terrified, Selene. So am I. This is not some... Some unfathomably strong monsters that we need to put down. This is... I've never been afraid. Not really. I, I don't know, Tanya. The only two people I have ever had to put my face in are you and The Undertaker. There is too much air that is out of my control. This is not a mortal wound I can heal. This is not the call of death that I can reverse. This is a... I don't know. I'm shuffling my cards. Any good advice? Let's find out. And I pull the desk out. You've told me plenty of times that's not what it actually means. No, it is not. So what does it mean? It means the end of one thing and moving on from it. So what does that mean? I don't know. If, if I'm to believe that the Undertaker speaks to me through my cards. Which you uh, have a pretty strong argument to say he does. Then I do not think he would show me this card to tell me that terrible things will happen. Well, when you gather your cards back up, I, I take both your hands. And I press them to my lips. No matter what happens in this trial, Celine, I need you to know how much I love you. Don't. Damn it, I had this all worked out. You don't need to tell me, because I already know. But I don't want you to think like that. I'm not trying to, it's just... I don't regret one minute with you. At all, even with your gross coffee. <laughs> and you constantly pranking me with your stupid vomiturgy. I wouldn't change anything. And I have never regretted a single moment with you. Even with your <laughs> impulsivity and all the times that you've gotten yourself shot when you could have easily avoided being shot. And I had to heal you. Yeah, but scars are fun. You know, 
The ladies dig scars. It has been a joy to be able to be by your side. You go upstairs. This might be our last night together. We got two kids in the house. So they gotta learn sometime. Just gonna have to keep my mouth, my hand over your mouth. Oh. <laughs> well, even when we're talking about sexy things, and I'm thinking of a practical solution, you're thinking of it. You know what? Yeah. All right. We go upstairs. Uh huh. I do keep my hand over your damn mouth. <laughs> They make a plenty of noise despite it. Yep. Please don't traumatize our kids. <laughs> well, Adrian will just be like, eh. <laughs> And Jareth will be like, Mom! <laughs> Mom! <laughs> I can hear you! Yeah. He's a thumbtrack, he's just bang on the door. <laughs> Stop that! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for supporting Let's Be Legendary podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes. You'd be surprised how much this helps others to find us. For news and extra content, visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com or follow us on Facebook at Let's Be Legendary and Twitter at Let's Be Legend Pod. We also spend a lot of time in our Discord server, so please feel free to stop in and say hello. Links are in the description and on our website. For more content from our crew, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get episodes two days before the general public, exclusive sneak peeks of new art, DMs and players' notes on characters, and access to Bonus Round, a limited, exclusive series run by our patrons. Talia Gray is played by Chris Sass Council, Selene Argent is played by Megzi Sass Council, and our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Our producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Our producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. Our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects are in the description below. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit S. Brar, and the tarot guide used in game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.